Hi, everybody. It's Linda Gunner, and today we are with Mommy Linda. That's me, Mommy Linda, Miracles with Mommy Linda. If you don't know about or if you don't think that miracles still happen today or if you need a miracle, I want to invite you to get our brand new book that's out called Miracles with Mommy Linda. You can get that on Amazon or the easiest way to do it is to just get it on our website or you can have me come meet you for coffee or come to speak at your church and I'll bring the books with me. I am the co-founder of an organization called Love Him, Love Them. And we are a ministry that does just that. We love him and we love them. And throughout our journeys, God uses us as instruments to be able to perform miracles. He might be looking for you. That's what the Bible says, that his eyes are roaming the earth, searching for a heart that's turned toward him to use. And so this is a very funny story to me and really unbelievable. And I haven't shared it with anybody yet because it's so far-fetched and out in left field that, um, you know, a lot of people tell me that they just, if they didn't know me, they would never believe my stories anyways. But a few weeks ago, I was in Alabama, Gadsden, Alabama, speaking at Freedom Church, uh, which is an amazing church that we've been to several times because we had the opportunity to bring one of our orphanages from Haiti which is where the main focus of our ministry is, here to the United States. And they traveled up and down the East Coast and they loved Sweet Home Alabama. I can still remember riding over the um, the state line and that sign would come up and, and we saw that. And Freedom Church was one of the amazing churches that we went to. And so I went back just to sort of update them and tell them what was going on with all of those kids. <laughs> and I went by myself. I was originally going to fly. It's about a three and a half hour drive. And so I got up early that morning and drove over, had an amazing time with the church. I'm going to tell you about what happened there and another miracle story. And I was on my way back and I was rushing initially because we also have Bible study at our house on Sunday nights, which by the way, we don't have a house to have that Bible study in at the second. So I was rushing back to somebody else's house to do that. And my phone kept going dead. So I was in my mom's car that gets better gas mileage than mine. So I was being a good steward of my money, but I didn't have the right kind of charger in my car. So I put in the GPS. Now, when I went over there, I was on the interstate. Like I went, I was one on one interstate, got on another interstate, got off the exit. Boom. I was in Gadsden. Somehow when I came back, it was taking me through uh, Dallas and all of these little bitty itty bitty towns. But what that meant was I had to make a bunch of turns and I didn't have my GPS to make the turns, so I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing. So I would have to stop, get on the side of the road, plug in my phone just to get it to like 1% or 2% to, to tell me where to go and what was next. And then I would try to keep it plugged in. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. So I kept, And I was hungry. This was at about 4 or 5 o'clock, and I was hungry. And I kept negotiating with myself that I was going to wait till I got to Commerce to get off and get me some five guys. That was what was that's what I was holding on to. But I couldn't figure out where to go. So my my GPS finally would, would came on, told me to make like two more turns, and then I would try to remember that, look on my odometer to get to where I needed to get to. And all of a sudden, I was in, I was going to tell you the name of the town, but I can't remember. It was an itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, little, little bitty town somewhere between Livonia, Georgia, and Gadsden, Alabama. And I looked over and there was a five guys. And I was like, oh, this is of the Lord. <laughs> I was like, I can stop here, leave the car running, and go in and let my phone charge so that the rest of the way I can get home. I'm not going to make it a Bible study, but at least I can get home. 
So that was my, I thought, this is a God moment, right? He's found me a five guys in the middle of nowhere. And so I go, I had taken my boots off and had on a pair of flip-flops because I was looking really sassy from speaking that morning. And I walked in and the guy, the customer that was in front of me at the register, it was kind of like a movie moment where in slow motion, they turn around. He turns around and he looks at me and he says, hi. And I said, hi. And he turns back around and I'm looking up at the menu to decide if I'm going to get the little bacon cheeseburger or the big one. And then he turns back around and he says, are you an artist? And I said, an artist? I was like, I said, no. I said, I'm a Christian author and speaker. I said, he goes, he goes, that outfit is smashing. And I said, well, thank you very much. You should have seen it with my boots on before I had to flip into my flip flops from driving. And so he says, I said, I'm a Christian author and speaker. And he says, Christian. And I said, yeah. And so he finishes his order and I, I go to place my order and he goes, what kind of books do you write? And I said, well, my last book is on miracles. He's like, really? I said, yeah. And he continues to talk to me, but I've been driving for two hours and I got to go potty, right? So I'm like, I don't have time to talk to you. I got to run back to the bathroom. So I said, I'll be right back. And I'm thinking, he's never, he's never going to still be there, right? So I go to the bathroom, come back out. He's sitting at a table with his to-go order. He was, he was wanting to go. He, he d- didn't come to stay. And so, and I'm not going because I got to phone my, I got to charge my phone that's in the car, right? So I need as much time as I possibly can. So I go sit down with him and I, I get my food and I start to, to open up my food. And I'm like, so what? I said, do you need a miracle? What's the miracle that you need? And he proceeds to tell me the following. He said, my grandmother died and I was just at TJ Maxx looking for something to wear to go to the funeral. He said, we're leaving, uh, this was Sunday. He said, we're leaving Tuesday and I have to find something to wear to the funeral. And this is what he tells me. He says, but I have a really big problem. I'm actually out here looking for a woman. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is he trying to pick me up? (laughs) He said, I have a really big struggle with pornography and lust. And I'm sitting there eating my Five Guys burger going, wait a minute. I said, okay. He said, I was actually going up and down the aisles and I could not focus on finding the outfit to wear to the funeral because I was trying to find a woman and pick up someone everywhere I went. I was like, how old are you? He said, 24. You guys know I'm 24 too, so I was able to relate to him. Maybe not. He said, I'm 24 years old. And I said, and why did you ask me if I was an artist? He said, because I do rap music. So we we continued to talk about this. And he said, I need help. And I sat at that Five Guys restaurant in between my, which I love their French fries, in between eating my French fries and my bacon cheese. I got the little bacon cheeseburger. And I prayed for this young man that the spirit of pornography and the spirit of lust. I have someone recently that taught me that when you're into pornography, that the lust is really the root of that problem. And I sat there and prayed with this young man. And he, 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 sat, he thanked me. We talked about his relationship with Jesus. We, we, I just got to minister to this guy. All I could think was, really, God? <laughs> you made my phone not work? 
so that I would stop in this teeny tiny itty bitty town and you place the timing exactly right where I was going to walk in behind this young man who was going to be so transparent with me about the sin and the issues in his life because you were searching for a heart that you, because God knows if I hear it, I'm going to, I'm going to speak truth. And I had the opportunity to speak truth to this young man. I had one book left. We had sold all of our books at the, uh, uh, at the church that morning at Freedom Church. They bought all their books, but there was one book left in the car. So I went and got that book, gave him my number, and then I laughed because I thought, boy, I bet you didn't <laughs> I bet you didn't guess you were going to get an old white lady's phone number today. I'm not quite what you were looking for. I said, but God wanted you to have my phone number. Before God put the sand on the beach and the stars in the sky... He knew that I was going to be at that five guys. <laughs> he orchestrated the the um, booking in Alabama. He orchestrated the time. He orchestrated. I would have never stopped. I wanted to get back for Bible study. But God had a divine appointment for me at five guys that day. And a life was changed. Are you willing to let your life be interrupted, sometimes abruptly and sometimes irritatingly, so that you can be Jesus to somebody else? Don't look at all your things that are frustrating today as uh, necessarily from our enemy. God has a plan for your life, and people are waiting for you to help them receive Him. Don't forget, it's our job to love Him and love them, even if it's during what the quiet time you wanted at Five Guys to eat your bacon cheeseburger. He's got plans.